Hi, I'm Anne, and I'm an Erper. And I'm Casey. I have no idea what an Erper is, but I want in. Join us on Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast as I introduce Casey to my favorite show and find out if she has what it takes to be an Erper. Hi, and welcome back to Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast. Hey, Casey. Hello, and we're just talking about why I have makeup when I'm just. Oh, it's not even makeup. Who cares? There's lots of, you know, like very androgynous people who wear makeup, but that was shimmery lipstick. (laughs) I mean, that wasn't just like some manboline or something. That was like (laughs) manboline. Says, uh, okay, fucking made this. What am I, 92? Lip tint. Yeah, that's the Aveda. No, that was straight up like, it's still there, girl. I am in such a mood because I was trying. Do you ever just like something, let something bother you that shouldn't get you that agitated? Mm, Do I? Do I? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, you know, I'm I'm doing some editing. Still from, oh, I'd say earliest memory of something that's bothered me is probably like third grade. (laughs) That I still think about on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, perfect. Well, this was just happening. So I'm trying to get, I have a ring camera, like the ring doorbell. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it it went offline. When I say a while ago, this is like before COVID. So it's been oh offline for a while, right? But then I thought about it because I was editing a podcast for Cat called mm-hmm. My Mistake Podcast. And this week, there's like all this funny stuff about ring cameras. So I'm like, dude, I should totally get my ring camera back online. Like I'm still paying the like yearly subscription, whatever. Like I'm an idiot, right? So I'm like, how hard? Like, I know I was hitting some hiccups when I tried to do it before. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's just like you got to unscrew things and push buttons and hit reset and then sync Mm -hmm. it with your phone. It's just like bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I have time for the bullshit today. I'll just do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, turns out I don't have time for this bullshit because did you get it taken care of? No, the fuckery involved with this stupid thing is next level. Do you know who you need to contact? Next door neighbor. Yes, he has 150 of them all over. Here's like he's living in a freaking war zone. This mm-hmm. is the problem. So I go to do it, and it was like, "What's your account?" So I log into my account. It connects to the thing, and then it goes, "Oh no." Somebody else has already registered to that camera. And I'm like, yeah, me. It's my freaking camera. Right. And I'm like, oh, no, I probably did it with a different email account. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm like thinking back. I'm like, okay, when did I get this? What email was I using? Okay, I'll try this other email. Well, it's my Mac account email, which I don't have on my phone. So if I ever want to check my Mac email, I have to go on my Mac computer. And I don't have (laughs) anything sent to that email anymore because there's 52,000 emails. That's why I abandoned it. Cause it's just, mm-hmm. I can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, it must be that. So sure enough, it's like, yep, you're in, but you need your password. I can't remember my password. So I do password reset. So it sends it to my Mac mail. So I have to get on my old computer to look at the mail. I pull it up. It's like, okay, reset. So I reset, I set a new password and then it wants to do a two step authentic 
authentication, mm-hmm. whatever verification shit. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. Click that. It's going to send it to the Mac mail. I go look at the Mac mail. The Mac mail says, mm, we're not going to send it to this email because you've never logged into this account oh my God. from this device before. <laughs> use the device that you used when you set up the ring. And That's I'm like, ridiculous. I thought this was the device I used when I set up the ring. So it gets this whole like seven page directions on like what to do if you hit this error. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's on my phone. No, this is a new phone too. So it wouldn't have been this device. So I'm like, mm-hmm. what phone did I even own when I set this stupid thing up? Oh and my if God. it wasn't this computer, what was it? It's right. I'm running out of options. So then I do I go through all this stuff. And it's like it's harder to get into than if you forget your bank <laughs> password for mm-hmm. this ring camera. I'm like, mm-hmm. if somebody wants to see me getting pizzas delivered that badly, fine, whatever. Right. So then I'm like, okay, what's my next step? The only other step left, call someone. Ew, gross. So, did you have to? Well, I, I did it, but I didn't get through to anyone. I gave up after 10 minutes because I'm like, fuck this nonsense. Here's the thing. I would rather spend $99 and just get a whole new one than sit on the phone for more than 10 minutes waiting for somebody. I wouldn't agree with that. I would agree with that. Not only the waiting, <laughs> but if I actually have to like, talk to someone and have someone be like, okay, now push this button. Yeah. Okay. Now restart. Okay. Now run to the front door and hit this button. Okay. Now run back inside and go to your computer. No, 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 no. I would rather Mm -mm. go on Amazon and in two days, get a brand new one. Yeah. And burn the house down. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Is it a ring doorbell? Yes. Oh, a ring doorbell. Shouldn't be that freaking hard. They have one of those two over there. You should just text him. He'd be thrilled to talk about <laughs> cameras with somebody. I'm telling you seriously. No, I'm really for real. I got the blink ones from Amazon. Um, so far, we've picked up my kids fighting in the front yard, um, my kids fighting in the driveway, and my kids fighting in the garage. <laughs> oh, and my fat ass getting in and out of the car. Yay! That's really, <laughs> I love that view um, Riveting. so much. But then, get this, we when I was um, away having sushi, for real sushi, mm-hmm. and Tracy had the kids up north. So nobody was here. I get an alert on my ring. I mean, on my blink because it comes through on your phone or whatever. And it, I look at the, I look at the, it, who knows? They might be outside right now, right outside this goddamn window. I have to be quiet. So I look at the camera and it's a video of somebody crouching down in front of my front door and then running away as fast as they can i mean obviously it's a kid but i don't know what they were doing because the fucking camera didn't picture any take anything else they didn't pick it didn't pick up when they were walking toward the 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 door it didn't pick up anything else other than him crouching down at the front door and then taking off i'm like and that was at 20 to 9 at night so it wasn't like some kid coming to the door to see if my other kids were home you know, like it wasn't that. Who knows what kids do? Who knows what kids do? And then I'm thinking, what else have they done since before I had the goddamn camera? No, I want cameras everywhere. <laughs> I'm going to, between dude next door and us, we're going to be like 14. 
goddamn Knox. Mm-hmm. You better believe that next Amazon Prime Day, I'm going to get three more. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I'm just going to buy a new one because just... you have to have one. Well, I don't because the lady who was a problem that lived across the street is no more. Oh, who cares? But there's people that are crazy people. Or you can I get, know, like, but what if, if I don't know a, about it. Mm, but I mean, what if there's like a coyote or a bear? Because my dogs bark if someone even walks past my house. We're that obnoxious house. So I don't really need it to know if anyone's at the door. But yeah, I mean, I should. It's just, it's good. It's good to have. Well, and plus I'm already paying for it. Like it's there. I just am hitting this technical difficulty. Watch you get, you get two more or whatever. And then um, they come and you have to set up a whole new account and call for, you can't use the same. I can't even, <laughs> I, I will be, I'll just send it all back. Um, the other thing that happened was, so, you know, we don't have air conditioning. So like if it's hot, we just oh, have, that's right. we have fans you? on, which is fine. I love a fan. That is not, that is not fine. That's I'm fine. sorry. Go yeah. ahead. So, but at night it's like, I've got the fans on, I'm in bed. I've got my earplugs in because my partner snores and got the fans. Like I'm in heaven, right. With all my noise to, to drown me to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then my son's in his room mama which like he still does that crap mm-hmm. right where he like just calls you from the other yeah. room and i'm yeah. like what like you, think, you could hear all, him? barely i'm like what you really think i can hear you from you know two rooms away with the fan and the earplugs whatever so i get up he's in the bathroom he's in the, the kids oh god bathroom. what oh god what he has a bloody oh nose casey oh no and it is like fucking crime scene i don't oh, first of all he, he rarely gets bloody noses my daughter gets them all the time so she's like a pro mm-hmm. i don't know if just like he didn't know what to do with the bloody nose it was literally on the walls it was on the floor it was on the toilet what? it was in the sink it was on the shower doors around <laughs> don't fucking know i like did not play it cool at all because i opened the door to see what he wanted and there is i am i exaggerate all the time i am not exaggerating i was like all i said what the hell happened like i thought he cut an artery or something yeah right is your neck on your head still (laughs) literally like what is happening and he's there like barely holding toilet paper to his nose so it's like not even stopping i'm like you have to pin like right sit where's the down. towel you have so- to do right it's on a bath towel it's on like everything right so i'm like okay just sit down on the toilet like hold this on your nose and i'm like clorox wiping every like uh-huh. i'm wiping down the walls because if it dries it's really hard to oh yeah off. so done. i'm like everywhere mm-hmm. like and all i can think of is I can never sell this house because it's no, like luminol would come and that whole bathroom would mm-hmm. just light mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. ridiculous. And then I got a little nervous. I played it cool, I think, um, because I was like, is it stopped? And then he took the tissue away and it just was still <gasps> coming out. So I was like, what okay, happened? I don't know. I'm like, did you pick your nose? It's like, no. Anyway, so I did the old tampon trick. So like I cut one, like just got a little <sighs> bit, put it in there. He sat there for a while. And um, so then when I went to take it out, oh my God, trigger warning. If like, you don't like blood, 
the biggest chunk of blood came out of his nose. Fantastic. I, it was like at least a teaspoonful. It was, wow. And then I was like, how much blood can he lose before he passes out? Like, it was a lot. Oh my God. It was just, I mean, pick his nose. What would he, why did you even say that? He would have had to have picked his brain with an ice pick. I don't know. You I don't guess get a bloody nose by picking I don't your know. nose. He sneezed hard. I don't know. It was sneezed crazy. hard. You have to sneeze. To <laughs> well, he didn't shove a toothpick up there. I don't know how it happens. What did you? Did he say I was just sitting there and then all of a sudden? You know mm-hmm. him. He doesn't talk very much. He's mm-hmm. like, it's like, mm, I don't <laughs> know. But I'm like, okay, buddy. Like, and then I went to check it later because I had to replace the piece of tampon. And he's like, can we just leave it in there all night? I'm like, are you okay with that? He's like, yeah. Oh my God. So did it dry in there? No, it was fine. Oh, good. But it was a lot. Yeesh. That sounds horrible. It was. It was gross. Anything exciting happening with you? No. All right. What are we really here to talk about? Shoot. I don't know. Oh, um, season four, episode six. Mm Mm-hmm. Called Holy War Part Two. It's written by Brendan York and directed by Ron Murphy. It aired August 30th of 2020. Now, last week I said that, or I had mentioned that I didn't think that this episode the episode was a song title, but we were corrected, as usually happens when we say anything incorrect. Uh, Alice pointed out right away that Holy War is a song title. I don't remember I, who it's who, by. Oh. And I didn't go back to I was going to say TikTok, but I mean Twitter. My news is Twitter. Um, but Alice pointed out first, and then some other people were quick to point it out as well. You know what threw us probably was the part one. Probably. You know, like Holy War part one. That's what I would have Googled probably right. as a song I mean, title. I'm sure there's a song Holy War, but is there a song called Holy War part one? Mm, no. Exactly. So you know what? We're right. Yeah, yeah, we are right, we Alice, are. and it's our podcast. Smarty pants, we're always right, even when we're wrong. <sighs> oh God! I am going to give you a spoiler. Okay, mm-hmm. we're done with frogs now. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> what in God's green earth? What are the odds that two freaking full episodes would be full of <gasps> frogs? I, I mean. <sighs> oh god i have frog stories too i was i don't know i get a little bit of delight seeing you freak out over the frogs no no you should see the fucking size of those frogs up in shano where the neighbors go and then i've been up there and then they'll just you're sitting around the goddamn campfire and they'll just jump out of the hostas Let's jump right out of the hostas at you they're the size of a goddamn beer can they're huge (laughs) I was like, it's been so nice. Thank you for having me. I have to go right now because I am not going to put myself in harm's way. There's a lady from Appleton in front of me at the grocery store today. Stop it now. She had a t-shirt oh. on. I don't know. I didn't ask her name. Should Why? Because um, we're all masked and you have to stay six feet away from each other. And I see this t-shirt and it's like, you can tell it's like a school t-shirt. It says like Appleton somethings like the team of something I'm looking at it and I'm like, what are the odds? I'm like, I don't think there's an Appleton, California. So I just said, is that Appleton as an Appleton, Wisconsin? She's like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I know. 
So they had, they and had, then that was it. No, they had lived there. They are just back to Simi Valley, but then they had lived there for a while. <gasps> they were from fun. there. They moved here. Then <gasps> they, they moved back, fun. and then they're they moved back, and they're oh, was she young? Mm, maybe my age, older. Was she tall? Older. Are we doing this? Was she nice? Did she, she seem nice? She seemed fine. I bet she was really she nice. She said she's she originally from Michigan, but she's. And we talked about the cold. She said, "Do you miss Wisconsin?" And I said, "No, I don't miss the cold." And then we both talked about how we miss the seasons, especially fall. You got all of that information. So it doesn't really matter that you were six feet away. It doesn't matter that you were six feet away and that you had masks on. That was an excuse. You could have just said, what's your name? What part of Appleton did you live in? Where are, like, what school did your kids go? What is that shirt from? What what part of me thinks I wanted all this? If it tells you that I wanted all that information. You could have said, my friends. My friend do you want my podcast? Do you want a sticker? I don't know. You should I want it in and out of that store. Okay. Holy war. Also, this episode. Uh-huh. Oh god, let's say about it. No? Mm-mm. You weren't a fan? No, it's not that I wasn't a fan. I was a fan of it, absolutely. But I feel like um I just I just have I don't have a lot to like elaborate on. Mm-hmm. It was all really, really good. I really loved the episode, actually. Right. Um, but I'm ready to go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Well, especially because well, I'll save it for later. Okay. So yeah. So when we left off, Jeremy was saying to Waverly and to the audience, I know how this looks, but I'm asking you to trust us as we see Nicole lying dead in a giant stock tank of water, like what pals drink out of. No, you know what that is. Hmm. It's a baptismal font from the new fandangled evangelical free churches. Is that what they're using now? Yep. All y'all. If you know, you know. Oh, they did. The people at the grocery store did ask me if I knew um, Fleet Farm. And I said, yeah. And Menards. And he said, yeah, I worked at Fleet Farm. That's where I was last working. (laughs) I just think it's hilarious that that's like the regional, like, do you know Fleet Farm? Yeah, I know Fleet Farm. We have the corporate customer service center is here. I mean, we're global. Sure, sure, sure. We're known. Sure. Anyhow, so then you should, just, you should see the new car wash that we just got. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. My kids thought it was like a friggin' roller coaster. I thought ride. they were going to Disneyland. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I was like, all right, we can come back here. So we open with. Uh, what had happened prior that we didn't see, right? So we see that Nicole is in ice water, Nedley's in a wolf hat, and Jeremy's bringing in this jar with a dead frog. Nedley says he's about 35 shades of gray and asks if this level of kink is absolutely necessary to break a spell. Did you see 50 shades of gray or read the book? I read the books. I think I read the first two and then like, weren't there three? I don't I know how like many I'm were there, it. but I just kind of skipped through it to the steamy parts. I didn't yeah. need all the shitty chat. No, who's got time for that? Um, <laughs> what? Anyways, Jeremy's like, yes, it's uh, this level of kink is necessary, but it's an exorcism. And the plan is that like, once this hourglass runs out, they're going to bring Nicole back and the spell should be broken and life should continue as it was. And they're all going to go out for veggie burgers and flies. Uh, 
And then they throw a bunch of frog puns back and forth with each other with the like, let's hop to it. Let's rip it out of here. And Nedley's begging them to just drown him instead because he can't deal with the puns. (laughs) They hook up a monitor to Nicole to keep track of her vitals. And once they do this, she should become one with the frog when they do the whole drowning situation. And as uh, they say, two will become one, which apparently is Nedley's favorite Spice Girls song. Controversial. Are you a Spice Girls? I don't. I never really listened I never to the Spice was. Girls either. Mm-hmm. It was the blonde. I just didn't like her. There's like a Jerry. Is there a Jerry? And a, and a Lauren Haregi. And a baby. No. Oh. Am I thinking what? of something else? Yeah, no, there was no. Oh, oh my God. Who are the like, Spice Girls? Who I thought it was like the Baby Sp- Spice, Sporty Spice. Who are the Spice Girls? But they have real names. Who cares what Wikipedia? The Spice Girls are a British pop girl group formed in 1994. Who the fuck am I thinking of? The Spice Girls. There's Mel B. And, then, Mel. A, and then an Emma. And a Jer- oh, there's a Jerry Hallowell. Hallowell. Oh, Victoria Beckham. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, that's yes. right. Who's Laura? Who's her Reggie? She's with them. Um, I'm going to have to cut all this out. We're going to sound like the biggest idiots. I am moving on. Nicole grabs Jeremy's hand and looks him dead in the eyes and is like, no matter what happens, don't let me come up until it's done. Okay. And she's so calm and she's thanking them for drowning her. And she's just like such a good person. And I'm thinking you would have to sedate me to drown me. Like, oh, fuck yeah. I'm not going to just be like, all right, this is what has to be done. Mm-mm. I'm chill with it. No. Mm-mm. This is, yeah, not going to be going down this easily. Um, so then Nicole goes underwater and Nedley starts doing his chanting, some kind of mumbo jumbo, a lula lolly lolly. <laughs> <laughs> and he was saying it to like the beat of some like, a lula lolly lolly, a lula lolly lolly. <laughs> and then uh, Nicole's survival instincts kick in and then she comes up and Jeremy's got to like really hold her down underwater. Oof. There's like the struggle and then she flatlines and that's when Waverly walks in and that's where we were last time. And then Jeremy's like, you know, don't interfere. And angry Waverly is there who I love. It's like when Waverly comes in. Yeah, she was hardcore. Hot. Yeah. Um, she's like, she's going to interfere with his face while she's pointing at him with her hand that still has part of the bedpost on it. Did you notice that? No, she's still cuffed and she's like holding this wooden piece of the bed that she's broken off to come down there and kick some ass. I noticed she did have, I didn't get that. That was part. I was like, I did notice that and thought to myself, what is that? It was at a different scene, not right at that second. But I was it, like, it almost looks like she's holding like one of those saws. A saw, yeah. Yes. But it's, part of, it's part of the bed. And um, a fun fact: Dom actually broke the bed during filming that scene. I think I oh want to say it was like Varun who tweeted it, saying that Dom had broken. Oh my god! I gosh. don't know if it was like it wasn't like that exact spot, but like they broke, broke part the of the bed. Yeah, interesting. Um, so it turns out that Nicole's not necessarily dead, so to speak, but she's just been like her spirit has been transferred into this frog that's in the jar. So mm-hmm. I'm sure everything is going to be fine. Well, then we see it. It worked. 
it started croaking. I didn't get when we were watching it that the frog was dead. <laughs> oh, when it was first that when, yeah. No, I don't know what the heck. You I was probably thinking. weren't looking at the frog very much because you didn't want to look. I didn't look at the frog. No. But didn't. yeah, it was no. like upside down, feet in the air. Oh, sad. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Um, so now we're at the ma'am's junkyard, and um, she's kind of like looking over these specimens that she has, and they're all creepy, kind of like science experiment specimens, it looks like. And then she takes a knife, and we see her chant a spell over a photo that she has covered with a rock. And the photo is of Waverly. And we just see like these blood droplets coming down. So obviously, she's doing the same thing that Cleo did with Winona. And ma'am, um, whistles like like a whoot, whoot whistle <laughs> can you not whistle oh there you go we see poor sweet billy come out and he's like all zombified now and who sees all of this but fucking rachel who's still hanging out there behind a wall or something but she doesn't see billy though she just sees ma'am like she's talking to the air or something like that um and obviously she can't see him because she's not the target yeah so in this diva den of witchcraft and all these bottles she and the newspaper article is waverly who's it's during it's the article from when she was crowned the nicest person in purgatory yeah she talks about that how she even got a sash she references that in an (laughs) episode Mm -hmm. and the headline reads waverly gibson beats shannon cooper for purgatory's nicest person award and then it says that the article is written by Kristen hanley and it says purgatory reporter and that's funny because Kristen hanley is a winona or associate producer oh for real and she's this she's in the script and continuity department so she's like the person who makes sure like that the story always is lining up with all these little bits and pieces so it's funny that's funny what would be even funnier is if she didn't know it was going to be there and not when she's like doing her research she's like oh fuck wow okay (laughs) i was trying to read the article and it says that waverly currently works at shorties where she shows off her skill at diffusing um at diffusing difficult situations adeptly or something like that <laughs> it's like she could have read it all but part of the rock was covering up the whole thing and the other thing i don't think i told you last time was did i tell you that the junkyard like is a is a set that they brought all of that shit into the magpie oh ranch? god are you kidding me what that, a pain in the ass i know but it looks so real you would think that they'd be able to find someplace like that. You know what I mean? Like close by. Yeah. It's like the woods though. It's like a hoarder's haven. Yeah. Trevor Smith is the production designer for season four and he did an amazing job. Yeah. That's for real. That would have been a huge, that would have been an undertaking. (laughs) So then we're at Shorty's and I love how versatile Shorty's is like, it can be like how fast they can transform shorties. Remember when it was like, okay, um, we'll just have it be a baby shower. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you need a funeral, shorties. If you need a chili cook-off for freedom, shorties. Exorcism, you need shorties. To birth a baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Birth a baby, shorties. Mm-hmm. Trivia contest, shorties. Retirement party, shorties. Karaoke. That karaoke stage was huge. Yeah. Oh, when... Uh, Jolene mm-hmm. was all up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you need a rock concert, shorties, anything. Shorties is your place to be. And Jeremy explains that it was Nicole's idea and that she knew Waverly would try to stop her because of course she would. That's why she cuffed her to the bed. And, and as long as she stays in the frog, everything should be fine. 
Waverly says she's not a strong swimmer. No, the way she had said that too, it really hit me. I was like, oh, swimmer. when did they have that conversation? I mean, we don't see all their conversations, but I mean, when did they? Talk? They're very busy. They're very busy. When did they find out anything about each other? Um, and then Waverly starts talking to the frog, calling it sweetie pie. And then it croaks at her, giving her the indication that Nicole is communicating <laughs> with her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now your distaste for frogs does it change your mind at all that it's nicole hot that's Fuck no no <laughs> no wow no i i i could be convinced to make out with that frog i'm just saying it's nicole hot don't say that <laughs> it don't ever you have say to that kiss a lot of frogs to find your nicole hot don't say that <laughs> where do we go after shorties now we're walking up to Steve Gulch with Winona and Doc, and Winona is pissed that she has to do have anything to do with Rosita. She's like, you know, like she does not want to even have to talk to her. And Rosita's like, well, here I am, 76 revenants down and only one to go, her. But they decide that they're not, they're, they explain actually that they're not going to kill her. They, they need her alive, obviously, to bring her back to the convent. And um, Waverly tells Rosita to like come with them and Rosita's like yeah that's not going to happen because I can't come with you because Reader's Digest version there's this thing that happened and where Rosita actually slept with creepy Phil's wife who was a revenant and he got all pissed off and gathered a posse to hunt Rosita down and then the doc mentions about how he would love to hear how Rosita and the wife slept together you know he kind of adds that um but why Nona gives him this like side eye like shut the fuck up dude I'm right here but I think Winona would like to hear about it too. There's a lot of indications in all of their talking in this mm-hmm. episode that there's a little bit she of... She might want to hear about it. <laughs> a little bit of love for Rosita. So, Rosita talks about how she ran to the rocks and there was this like big rumbling, which she called an earthquake. I think she called it an earthquake. All the revenants that were following her poofed and she and Phil were the only ones that were standing on the rock and they were fine. Um, so they stayed there, but Phil started getting handsy with Rosita. So she kicked him in the throat and he fell off the rock and poof, he was gone too. So obviously Rosita being the genius that she is, um, literally realized that if she left the rock, she would also poof. So she knew that she couldn't re- leave the rocks. So Winona's standing there and she realizes that it's Amalite. And that the rocks that destroyed the revenants before the curse was broken is now the rock that's protecting them. So she says that if there's more, they could get Rosina off the island. And she tells Doc to find rocks before she changes her mind and breaks Rosita's silky smooth neck. Silky smooth neck. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, she is pretty hot. Well, she's easy on the ass. They're at Magpie Ranch, and Rachel's running around the ranch trying to call Waverly, who's not answering. Rachel, leave the ranch. Just, it's bright daylight. And did she go back there, or has she been gone overnight? I feel like she did her hair different. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to see what outfit she was wearing, but, and then Holt finds her and grabs her. And then we're at Shorty's and the timer has run out. Nicole has been suspended in the frog for like five minutes now. And Nedley has got to do a reversal spell or incantation. And then Jeremy needs to shock Nicole back to life. But he's afraid that when he does that, Nicole's going to punch him when she comes to. <laughs> and then when he's about to shock her, 
uh, Nedley's like, whoa, 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 you can't, you can't do that because she's in water. Like, duh, you can't. Duh. Yeah. yeah. You call yourself a scientist. Duh. We can't do that. And then just then the doors to Short Ace fly open and in walks Billy the Reaper. And when the doors fly open, the jar holding Nicole the Frog knocks over. And then Waverly finds a rock in her pocket and realizes that she's just been marked. And that's when she sees Billy the Reaper, who nobody else sees because they're not marked. He kicks over a bucket of frogs. And who did? Did Billy? Yeah, Billy the Reaper did. Oh, okay. And then Waverly just starts running around and yelling things, but they can't (laughs) just looks funny because they can't see it. She just looks like a lunatic, like running around the tables and just shorty (laughs) screaming stuff. And they're like, what are you talking about? She's like, ah, the fudging Clantons. (laughs) And then Nedley realizes that, oh shit, Nicole's not in the jar anymore. And now there are frogs all over the place and they don't know which one is even Nicole. And they're trying to catch them. And fun fact, production had to stop for like 40 minutes during one of the frog scenes because they thought they lost one. Oh, no. And, you know, animals on sets are like taken very well care of. So they're like mm-hmm. the frog people were like, everybody moots, hold still. Like, we don't want to lose <gasps> one or step on one. And it oh, turns no. out they just miscounted. It was like in the bucket the whole time. Oh, Jesus. And then, you know, what you got to think about, too, is that those are bar frogs. They're not just frogs that were just in a pond. Those are frogs that had barf on them. So they're all picking up. Never mind. Just go on. But then we see that one frog gets kind of shimmery and sparkly. And then a ghost-like thing grabs Billy. And and then, okay, so when the ghost thing shoves it in the thing in the basement of Shorty's, then Waverly quickly closes the door behind it and then moves that slot machine which is apparently on wheels that they use to block the door all the time that you could just push the door back open because it's on wheels thank you thank you (laughs) move the pool table there or something like if you could move it that easily it's just gonna move back waverly was like like it just went right over they can open the door okay (laughs) so anyway jerry's like did you stop it and waverly's like i don't know maybe And then we see ghost Nicole say, no, baby, I did. While she's looking down at her own lifeless body in the cattle water dish. The baptismal font. Yeah. Also, she looked fantastic in that dress. It was gorgeous. I think she looked fine as a frog too, but. So we're back at the gulch and Winona and Doc are lining up as much amylate as they can to try to make this like stepping stone path for Rosita um, to get her back to the covenant. But there's not many rocks available at all. It doesn't make any fucking sense because Doc's thinking, okay, that's fine. There's not very many rocks. We'll just, she steps on the last one and then they're going to go back and line them all up again, which would take approximately 2,700 years to get to the convent. So I don't know what that plan was. Um, But Rosita's really not trusting that idea. Um, And Winona then explains that the rumbling that she heard was Bullshar, that the curse was ended, that there's no Earp versus Revenant thing anymore. And then we hear Doc forgiving Rosita, forgiving Rosita um, about what she did. And and Winona's like, what the fuck? What? what? Yeah, I got it's all water under the bridge or something like that. Something sassy. So they can just kind of put an end to this and get Rosie to come with them. And Rosie does not really buying it. So she wants to actually pinky promise to seal the deal that Winona or Doc won't hurt her. 
And Winona thinks it's totally childish, but gives into it. So there's actually a pinky promise that happens. And then uh, Rosita makes the first step onto the rock and it's all good, but she kind of like slips a little bit or something and Winona catches her and they have this hug and Winona goes, oh, I forgot how good you smell. <laughs> and all of a sudden the Celtic sisters not appears in the snow, I think it was or whatever. And they realize it's a shortcut to the covenant. So the convent, not the covenant, <laughs> the convent. So Winona asks if Doc is coming. And then he says, to be around a plethora of women scorned, that will be welcome as long as he has Richard and the twins with him. No, he says, I doubt I would be welcome as long as I have Richard and the twins. I doubt I would be. I was like, what does that mean? I don't think that's right. It's like, I'm going to be a bunch by a bunch of scorned women being the only man. Thank you. Okay. I was literally like, I don't, I don't understand what that means. That's what I have written down. (laughs) (laughs) But now that you said that, I totally understand. Okay. Thank you. Um, So Rosita's confused and doesn't understand where they're going or why they're going. And Winona just takes Rosita and jumps through the shortcut thingy jigger and all of a sudden as they do that doc gets a cell phone call and it's holt the sheriff the place that steve gulches that's real oh yeah that actual place it's called the okotoks i don't know if i'm pronouncing it right okotoks erratic but that Hmm. it's all i mean the amylite part's not real but Mm -hmm. actual like place that's interesting yeah it's really cool looking i would go see that for sure. Oh, it's so fucking cold. A little chilly. Yeah. So then we're back at Shorty's and we're trying to figure out which frog Nicole is in. And Jeremy's <sighs> like, ugh, frogs. If only they had hair, it'd be so much easier. <laughs> like, so I'm just like, he's picturing like red haired frog. <laughs> ginger. Yeah. <laughs> ginger frog. Ginger frog. <laughs> oh, that's her. Because Nicole's like, can we talk about what I'm wearing? So I wasn't sure if she liked it or if she didn't like it. She's like, can we talk about what I'm wearing? I don't know. Yeah. And Waverly's trying to kiss the frogs to see if she can find uh, Nicole and ghost Nicole's like, no, 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 don't do that. I'm not in the frog. And then Waverly kisses one. It's like, do you think she liked it? And Jeremy's so grossed out. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she loved it. Sure oh, it. Jesus. That's so gross. We're at the, is it, I kept calling it a nunnery. Is it a nunnery convent? No, it's a convent. My nose, I just keep saying nunnery. What's a nunnery? No, is there a, a difference? Nunnery. Yeah, there's a difference. Is a nunnery where you learn to be a nun before you go to a convent? No, I think nunnery is another word for a brothel. <laughs> is it? I went to a Catholic college. I should probably know these things, but I don't know. Let me see. What, what are you doing? Is a nun- Checking to see if your tweets are doing numbers. Nunnery. What? Checking <laughs> to see if what? Your tweets are doing numbers. Oh, I guess it doesn't. I guess it is a, another word for a convent. <laughs> Nunnery in the comments, the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Why did I think it was a brothel? So, <laughs> Winona presents Rosita to, I don't know, Mother Superior. Is that what we'd call her? Correct. Or as she calls her Sister Granny Panties. <laughs> I like Sister Granny Panties. And immediately, I'm thinking, Cosmo. Huh? I thought you were talking about giant underwear. I'm like, I'm not wearing granny panties up to my neck for cosplay what are you no, talking it's about a con- oh my god cosplay you don't think that would be a good cosplay Grant sister granny panties you could do something so funny with that <laughs> no. underwear go for it 
No, not just you, you giant do you underwear. And you and you. <laughs> Rosita's like, what the fuck? You're trading me. And Winona tells her, uh, you know, hey, sister granny panties, cough up peacemaker. And Rosita seems a little bit scared. And she's like, what are they going to do with me? And I was like, oh, I never even thought to ask. And her face shows that she really she really isn't enjoying turning turning Rosita over as much as she like doesn't like her. She's not this like isn't great. Um, she feels a little bit bad, it looks like. And she tells her that she just needs to save her friend. And then Rosita says, well, there was a time when we were friends, too. And Winona assures her, you know what? This is just survival. And then Rosita points out, why does it always involve women betraying women? And then they bicker back and forth. And then Sister Granny Panties is like, just as I hoped, there's something between you two, something delicious. And it turns out Sister (laughs) Granny Panties wants them to (laughs) battle to the death. And Winona's like, look, we're not going to battle to the death. Just as she's saying that, Rosita jumps on her back and starts fighting her while all the nuns are like banging their, I don't know, Maasai warrior swords. Yeah. Why why do nuns have spears? Is that? They don't don't usually. They don't usually. That's not standard equipment of the nunnery. (laughs) (laughs) Get your starter spear when you start. It's not standard uniform. No. Okay. Mother Teresa, she never had a spear either. Bring your own sword. And then Winona's like, what happened to women betraying women? And Rosita's like, well, I saw an opening and I jumped on it. And she's like, yeah, like a sexy spider monkey. (laughs) And um, none of this episode is helping to quell the thirst of many fans who really wish there was a Winzita. Like they ship. (gasps) That's a ship. Are you serious? Mm -hmm. Winzita or Wyzita? Win, Winzita, Winona, Winzita, Winzita. Oh, Winzita! You caught up. That would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> is there a fanfic about that one? Oh yeah, there is. There is. There is so much fanfic. There's that one I could get down. I could get down with that one. <laughs> Okay, so your team. Um, anyway, it's just feeling the fighter, the feeling the fire. And I love this whole fight scene and the exchange, and it's very quote worthy. Winona doesn't really want to fight her, but she's like, if I have to, to get Peacemaker, I'll do it. Rosita says, I've fended off death for 140 years. I'm great at not dying. Oh, yeah, I'm great at not dying. Yeah. Yeah. And then Winona's <laughs> oh, like, oh, that'll look real ironic on your tombstone. <laughs> I'm great at not dying. I want that on mine. <laughs> Let me write that down. Please do. Got it. I got it. And then my name is like, then remove those tacky ass hoops. And so Rosita does. And uh, when it was like, bitch, I have a lifetime of settling arguments with my fists and a level three BBD hand to hand combat. Rosita's like, yeah, I have a big old boot. <laughs> she just chucks a boot at Oh my god, that was a big boat boot too. I know it was like two like sisters fighting. Uh huh, it was. So we're at Shorty's, and Waverly has apparently kissed all the frogs, and none of them proved to be hot. Um, so she just can't believe that hot's not giving them some sort of sign. And she said, "Where is there a damn pottery wheel when we need one?" And I'm pretty sure that's a shout out to the ghost movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Hot's like, hello, I'm here. And she's like looking around trying to figure out what she can do to for this sign. And she realizes that she can flip the, the switch on the, the light switch and um, starts doing that. And they realize, oh, my God, what's wrong with the lights? <gasps> it's Morris code. And thankfully, we really know 
loves Morse code. Of course, she's fluent in many, many languages, including Morse code. I think that would be the hardest language. Dot, beep, dot, beep, slash, beep. dot, 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 dot. I'm trying to do it over a light, I would no. be like, no. And when is the last time how she was so like thorough in, or she was so like up to date on her Morse code? When's the last time she used Morse code? Is she using it often? I think it's like riding a bike. You just <sighs> dot your way through it. And you just I don't know. know. So she's able to actually, Hot's actually able to communicate that she's not in a frog. And Jeremy knows that it's um, astral projection, I think it was called. Mm-hmm. And it happens right before death. And Nedley shares that, that it happened to him right after his third heart attack. And that's how he found the TV remote control on top of his fridge. <laughs> Otherwise, he wouldn't have known it was there. Who knew he had so three short. heart attacks for crying out loud? <laughs> Oh, poor guy. So Hawk goes on to tell them that they, through Morse code, that they need to go into the basement. But the Reaper is down there. So Waverly grabs a bat and she's ready to head down. And Jeremy mentions that he has to actually lower Hot's body temperature to buy some more time. Like a frog hibernating in the winter. No idea that frogs did that. Nedley is clueless about really what's going on. Um, He's not really understanding, but he's also all in. So he grabs a gun and he's ready to roll. And they head downstairs, and of course, the Reaper is down there. Nicole, ghost flies down the stairs, or whatever they do. She, like, enters into bodies, the body of Billy the Reaper. So Hot wants to make Billy tell Waverly why she made the deal with the witch. And Natalie is really just off to the side, ready to shoot her, shoot anything or anyone. But Waverly's like, no, 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 she's in the Reaper now. And Natalie is confused AF because he thought that she was a frog. And Waverly's like, uh, yeah, she is and dead and also a Reaper. Stay with the plot, Natalie. <laughs> He's like, I got him dead to right. She's like all fired up and he doesn't even notice. She can't even see anything that he's shooting at. So um, Waverly tells Hot that she's going to tell her everything because if the love of her life dies, she will be very angry. And who knows what will happen when she gets very angry. I love spicy Waverly. I like the part where she says someone in this room made it their bitch and then tossed it down those stairs. And I think that someone was a ginger goddess. Oh, yes, that's right. (laughs) You're back at the nunnery. Winona and Rosita are still fighting or continuing foreplay. We don't really know at this point. Wynonna quips that if now, the nun, oh. Oh, oh, oh. quips that if the nun had her own little toy, maybe she wouldn't be so uptight. Wynonna asks Rosita, why, why are you playing the nun's games? Rosita goes on again about how she's a, a survivor. And no, this is when she says, it's in this part where she says that um, it would be super ironic on her tombstone. And then she says, the more you choke, the harder I get. Winona says, okay, boner. And then the nun looks yeah. all demony. And then Winona tells Rosita that, listen, if we don't find Peacemaker, we're both dead. So then they both work together to distract the nuns by telling them Helmsworth and Xena uh, things. And then they all looked like they scatter looking yeah. at Helmsworth and Xena. <laughs> gets their attention that way so we're back in the basement with waverly and she's trying to understand why hot would make this freaking deal with the goddamn clantons and billy says that she is ours she made a covenant a life for a life and hot like pops through we can tell when hot's talking she pops kind of through billy's head or whatever and tries to explain that it was 18 months and she was desperate but she should have believed that they would have made it back um and that's when Billy actually says that Waverly 
or tells Waverly, sorry, that the only way to end the covenant is when both actors die. So Waverly says, one down, one to go. Then she goes upstairs, pushes the slot machine back in front of the door, <laughs> and explains that she's going to go talk to the Swamp Witch and tells Jeremy and Nedley not to let anything out of the basement. Nedley, of course, wants to go with her and protect her and fight with her. But Waverly's like, no way, Jose. I need to get this done stat. Then she goes over to the trough and sees Nicole still laying there with her eyes open, which is creepy as fuck. And then kisses her hand and said, and said, you have saved my life. Now it's my turn. Hmm. So then Jeremy tries to tell her that Winona's going to be back with Peacemaker and then she can go take care of them and ma'am. Um, but Waverly was like, no way I'm going. We don't have time. Your plan didn't work. And Nedley tries to say that Nicole wouldn't want this to go down like this. And uh, Waverly says that if she doesn't go take care of ma'am Clanton, that there may not be a Nicole to want anything. So keep her alive as long as you can. And then she leaves. She's going to go kick some witch ass. You know, Nedley points out like, listen, ma'am's son is still the sheriff and there's still laws here. Like you can't just like go do whatever you want. I thought it was interesting when Nicole's ghost starts getting cold. Like that can't be good. I mean, it's purgatory and they're never cold, but now she's cold. So, but I also think that it's interesting that Nedley said that about the laws because there's really no laws in purgatory. I mean, everybody's dying and it's fucking crazy. There's demons and well, demon law and real people law are two totally different things. I mean, they do have law laws. In the nunnery, Winona and Rosita are in the room with all the found objects. And Rosita's like, you know, which one of these things are you going to kill me with? And she's like, it depends on if you've gotten enough off your ample, perfect chest. It is too. But they call it truce. And Winona's relieved. And so she's tired of being told who to kill. And she mentions the Clantons, which kind of gets Rosita's attention. And then they keep looking through the weapons for Peacemaker. And Mm -hmm. then we're back at the sheriff's office where Rachel's being held. And um, so it turns out Holt just took her to the station. And Holt and Cleo are bickering back and forth. And Cleo's like, you know what? She knows too much. We can't let her live. Holt's like, shut up. And then Doc walks in. And... um, He's like, looky here, someone actually does care about you. And the look on Rachel's face is so cute when she sees Doc showed up for her. She's like, "Mm, you owe me five bucks. And then he gives her back her phone and says, yeah, go stare at this for a while so that he can talk to Doc privately. And he says that he's tired of all this old grudge stuff from back in the day. And it was between a bunch of drunks. Doc says people can change. Holt says, you know what? I got a job where I feel like I can do some real good around here. And he even has his eye on a woman at the diner that he's got the hots for. And he would love to take her to Shorty's without having to worry about an ARP <laughs> shooting him in the back. And they agree to let the past be the past for the sake of the present and the future. And Rachel's off the hook because she made Billy happy and she's just a kid, whatever. Holt says that he will bring their proposition to ma'am. And Doc needs to bring the pop- proposition to the ARPs. And then... Um, it turns out the men just basically got to run it by the women who make all the shots in this town. Uh, Thank you very much. Uh, and then they shake on it. So we're back in the weapon room and there's uh, apparently they cannot find the magic gun sword. And also uh, BTW, there's no ammo anywhere. So they're figuring that they're going to have to use some axes and shit. Uh, then they hear the requiem being sang by this choir behind the door. And um, it's for the mass of the dead. 
And Winona says, of whom I'm glad you're not one. Oh, grammar. She tells Rosita that her surviving makes her feel decent. And that usually she doesn't get along with other gals, but, you know, they could have hung out. So Rosita wonders if the herb curse is done, um, then why the heck are we looking for Peacemaker? Why would Winona need that? And she says, because her work isn't done. So as this is all happening, the crazy ass nuns are chopping like at the door. And um, Winona starts then talking straight to Peacemaker because they're like now knocking parts of the door in. And it was a big fat door. So this are obviously very strong. So she tells Peacemaker that its job isn't done either with your holier than thou attitude, deciding who gets to wield your rusty ass. You think I'm not worthy, you judgy tool. You're the one hiding like a little bitch. And then the doors continually to get chopped down more and more. And Winona continues that the curse may be over, but our enemies won't stop coming just because we want them to. And I know that you want what I want to keep kicking evil ass. Enough bullshit. I do what needs to be done because I'm a hero. Now the nuns are like walking in the room and the head zombie nun says, if you don't fight, you're both going to die. Finally, Peacemaker makes itself known and you can kind of like see this glowing sword and you could hear it in a barrel and Winona sees it and she says, come to mama. And she holds out her hand. The sword flies into her hand and then it turns into Peacemaker, the gun. And she goes, hi, sexy. The nun is... um going on and on about how she is Medea, the granddaughter of Helios. I don't know why we need to know that. If that's something in the future we need to know about, I have no clue. Um, but that's all I said about that. And um, a patient, apparently she is scorned and she doesn't think that Peacemaker is going to hurt her because it's man-made. But guess what? Winona holds it up and it glows and Winona shoots her between the eyes. Bye-bye. And feels why not it looks like she just feels like oh that felt good i have in my notes too like the relief on winona's face when peacemaker is back in her hands like she's just like oh my god thank you you're back yeah like she's complete again yeah um then like all of these crazy ass nuns did you recognize the the yes of course i did that was my outfit from last year for the uh earth division expo costume contest i love yeah um so then all the nuns kind of like walk towards her with their spears they put the spears down and they all fall to their knees saying that winona freed them and they are at her service she's got a whole posse of nuns she could have at her service What? Uh, <laughs> awkward silence there. <laughs> just thinking of the possibilities. Yeah, you I would just were, have to clean my dirty house. Bird. I know. I just need like manual labor. Oh, okay. That's all I really need. Like, I just need extra. Hate. Like, can you go get the kids? Or could like, you sing while I fall asleep? Those pretty songs. Oh yeah, those Gregorian chants. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel and Doc are talking, and she's like, "You really think that crazy ass witch is just gonna forgive and forget?" And Doc's like, you know what? This talk is for grownups, not heartbroken teens. Um, and she's like, yeah, I think they killed Billy because I can't find them. And Doc's like, what do you mean killed them? Their own kin? Why would they do that? And she's like, yeah, well, I saw ma'am and she was talking shit about Waverly and dripping blood on rocks. Um, hello, Rachel. You should have led with that. Yeah. I mean, they got all the way to the car and she's just Waverly in trouble. Um. 
And then he's like, oh, well, get in the car. And then she's like, well, where are we going to go? And he says that he, she's going to go home and he's got to be a consigliere or something like that. I'm and she's like, play consigliere. Yeah. And she's like, is there a single old around here that can just answer a simple question? And I love the way that whoever writes Rachel's dialogue writes her like so current with today's kids mm-hmm. and the the vocabulary that they use mm-hmm. it makes her character really rich. I like it. Yeah. Do we know what consigliere is? Nah, I didn't Google it. I neither. I did put Google that, but I didn't. <laughs> hey, Google, what's a consigliere? According to Merriam-Webster, a person who serves as an advisor or counselor to the leader of a criminal organization, the consigliere of a mafia family. I remember both the book and movie portrayed a sit-down of the Dons. Oh, okay. All right. Then. And then we're back at the nunnery and the nuns want Winona to be their leader, show them how to be cleansed. And Winona's like, listen, there is no more tainted, no one more tainted than this guy, Max Taint. All over she needs to stop saying that word. I got real uncomfortable real quick. And she kept saying it, kept saying it. I know. I'm sure it was on purpose. And Winona's like, I'm fine with myself, but you guys are liberated. Go be free. And the nuns are like, yeah, we can't leave. And then Rosita starts recognizing some of the ladies from a long time ago, also victims of of Wyatt Earp. And Winona's like, oh my God, he was such a dick. It's like really hitting her at that point. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to get you out. I'll find a way. I'll get you all out of here. Rosita's like, don't worry, you know, we don't all have to be free like you. And this is an actual upgrade from being stuck on that rock. And that they seem nice. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and uh, Winona catches her drift and is like, oh, if it makes you happy, then you do you and you and you. Uh-huh. And Rosita says, thanks for saving my ass. And Winona says, it would be a shame not to. And before she goes, Rosita tells her the reason that she was going to take Alice was not only an insurance policy against Peacemaker, but also because she had a buyer, Ma'am Clanton. Mm-hmm. And with that information, Winona leaves and she ends up at Shorty's and she's like, hey, what's the tea? Does she not see Nicole in the tub? How would you be able to? She was standing like the because she was, was far ups- enough away. And sh- the tub, I think, was on a like stairs mm. and then you had to walk down because i think I her be face that, but... would like if she would have saw her best friend oh she would have tub, she okay yeah That's, i'm assuming she didn't see her because she Mm-mm. just like gets the tea and then leaves so jeremy tosses her the rock and she's like oh great another rock with the c on it who is it this time they tell her it's waverly and that she's on her way to the magpie ranch with a shotgun and she's like well so are we as she holds up peacemaker and then she leaves yeah so i'm assuming she didn't see nicole Yep. No, she didn't. Absolutely not. Um, So Waverly's at the junkyard with a shotgun and she's going through that crappy, creepy barn and she sees the um, jars of science experiments and she starts straightening them out. And she's like, oh, no, no, she doesn't want her OCD to kick in now. It's not the time. So then ma'am actually comes in behind her and says, you're not my Amazon delivery. So they do deliver to purgatory. Oh, yeah. Mystery solved. So Waverly is pissed seeing ma'am and she's like, you frogged my girlfriend. I'll give you one chance to fix it before I give you a buckshot facelift. And mom's mom, mom. 
<laughs> Mams like she can't fix it. That's not how a vendetta works. So Mams says that um, Hot actually begged her to help them, meaning the group that was in the um, at the garden, and she needed that needed her help to bring her angel back. Um, she made a deal that Winona would come back with Waverly and Doc, and Hot would bring Doc to Mam. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says that that he took everything from the clans and that she, ma'am, will ruin him, his name, his reputation, and um, ma'am will make him destroy everything that he loves. So she wanted Doc the whole time. I didn't, I never even, that's not even something that crossed my mind until she said that. So Waverly says that if she, she doesn't Nicole, release Nicole, she will die. And ma'am's like, who the fuck cares? I don't care. You're, you're young. You'll find someone else. And Waverly goes, I'd rather die. So then Mam grab, grabs a rock and a picture of Hot and threatens Waverly and says that she has the powers that she, meaning Waverly, cannot comprehend. Then Waverly says, same bitch, and then grabs Mam's face and fries it the fuck up, killing her. Mam falls to the ground dead as a doornail. Immediately, Hot sits up from the tub, gasping. And Jeremy's like, Nicole, oh my God, blink once if you can hear me. And Hot's like, why would I blink when I can talk? And then Nicole immediately says um, that it was the Swamp Witch. She's like, I frogged up bad. And he's like, that's just what happens when we're not all together. We're not all together. We frog up. Waverly says, same, same bitch. You got to get that one right. Because oh, it's a big, it's same, same bitch. Same, same bitch. It's very quote worthy in that. It is same same bitch t-shirts and stuff probably and whenever someone replies to someone it's just like same same bitch really Uh oh I gotta write that down same same bitch same same bitch okay I'll Um, be you know I'm gonna be really you're gonna be schooled by the time you're unleashed to Twitter I'll be ready you'll you're so ready you're not ready narrator (laughs) she wasn't ready um (laughs) audience she wasn't ready (laughs) so that part where ma'am is like how do you think you knew what door to use to get oh yeah that's right remember it was glowing Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. when you go back and watch it now you'll see there was actually a c on it too the c like on the rocks yeah no Mm -hmm. which we didn't know the clantons then no, but now when you go back and watch it, you see it. But like, is it e- really even when C? I was? Oh yeah, it's just like what's on the rocks. Oh, I'm it's possible. their um branding mm-hmm. or branding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Waverly's outside the Magpie Ranch, and she's just like in shock, right? And she's kind of staggering around, and she's holding her mouth to her hand. And then um, we see Holt's car pull up and he goes inside the ranch and kind of at the same time, Winona's car pulls up and she's like, what happened, baby girl? And she's like, I don't know. I think I messed up really bad. Winona's like, no, no, whatever you did totally worked because I just heard from Jeremy, Nicole's fine. And then she's like, oh my God, she's okay. Thank goodness. And um, Winona's like, also good news. And she shows her peacemaker. She's like, long story. I'll tell you later. And then as they're hugging it out, out comes a very angry Holt who's just yelling like you murdered my mom. Winona looks at Waverly's like what's going on and Waverly's kind of in denial like not even really sure what happened and Holt goes on about how they had one chance one chance to end all this bullshit and then I was like enough of this okay corral crap like your sicko mom had it coming and then he looks at her he's got the gun and he's like you make your peace Erp and we hear this gunshot yeah but it's Doc shooting in the air. 
mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of deer running behind him. <laughs> You're right. Those deer weren't even like scared of the fake gunshot. They were not even scared. <laughs> They're like, are you done yet? I have God. some corn to eat over here. If you could just they keep didn't it even, down. They were just hanging out. They were just... I think they're tame deer. They were probably in a a deer deer farm. (laughs) Yeah, deer park. Doc's telling them all to lower their weapons. And Winona's like, shut up, Doc. Like, what are you talking about? And Holt's like, it's too late. Doc says, it's never too late to bury a grudge. And he lowers Winona's arm for her. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? Holt goes on about how he's the clan heir now. And he only has one choice. Doc says that one thing I've learned from Winona is there's always, always another way to confront a problem. And he goes on to talk about how they agreed for the good of their kin. And Wynonna and Waverly kind of looked at each other confused, like, agreed? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, and then Holt's just very emotional. He's in tears. He's talking about how his brother was good, but he was turned. And Doc convinces him to, like, let's just calm down and go have a drink. So everyone lowers their weapons. And as they turn to walk away, oh. he gets shot in the back. Oh, my God. I couldn't even believe it. By Winona. I could not believe that. He's a human, Casey. He's not a revenant. And he's not a demon. No. I was shocked. I was shocked, shocked. Like, now what? Who's going to do a funeral for them? Now what? Is there going to be an investigation? He's a human. Right. Like, Mandy's going to come back. Because I don't even know. She's a witch. Isn't she still human? She's still human. Yeah. Yeah. Cleo is going to come back and see all of their hurt. De- this isn't over. I don't think that this right? is over. Right? I mean, is they have over? a dead body to deal with. Two. He's not a revenant. He's, yeah, two dead bodies. Ma'am, him. They're not going to just go into the ground in flames because they're not revenants. Right. Like, a lo- a murder has happened. Two murders exactly. have happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, ma'am is kind of self-defense, maybe. But whole. That was in the back, dude. Yeah. Uh, Doc is shocked. Waverly is shocked. Everyone's shocked. Yeah, it was bad. And then she says, thanks for distracting him. Yeah. <gasps> like she pins it on him. Like he's part of it. Wrong. I was upset. Cause he, cause as much as he was saying all that stuff to Doc in the office, like in the, um, in his office when they were trying to come to the truce or whatever. Um, and I was kind of like, bullshit. He's being, he's being bullshit. Like he's not going to stick to this. This is some sort of like trap or something and um but then it was obvious that it wasn't when all of that shit went down and doc was able to do his sweet talking with him and he's like tearing up and he puts the his weapon down and turns around i was like oh okay no this is for real well he seemed like he was just a mu- as much a victim of the circumstances exactly as, like, billy right kind of situation. right well and but when he was in the office saying that stuff i was like well oh i don't believe him this is something something's too fishy this is not right but yeah then she just shot him i was like whoa that's hardcore um so everyone's back at the homestead at this point and winona and doc are on the porch and doc is pissed at winona about shooting holt um he says that there's not a lick of honor in shooting a man in the back. Winona says that she says that um, her whole life, demons, townspeople have tormented, and she's had to kill again and again just to live another day. Do you think I give a shit about honor? Winona thinks that Doc is just pissed about what Wyatt said in the video about um, the shooting and whatever, and Doc wonders if she really thinks that's the truth about him. Winona goes on about how she likes him because they're not, because he's not perfect and he's busted up inside just like her. 
Um, but Doc doesn't want to be any be anymore. She doesn't, he doesn't want to be busted up anymore. And Winona thinks that she doesn't have a choice. And um, Doc talks about how he had to clean up Wyatt Earp's mess at the OK Corral. And uh, Winona then mentions that she doesn't, she doesn't run. She never will. And there's these tears building up in her eyes. And um, then she tells Doc that it was the Clantons who wanted Alice. Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. speaking of that, Somehow when um, Rosita told Winona that she had a buyer for Alice, Mm -hmm. was that supposed to somehow make Winona feel better or just giving her info? Like, that's just as bad as anything because she was going to sell the baby. Yeah, but I think she was like, Winona had brought up the Clantons earlier and she was like, so she was, by the way, you should have all the information about this Clanton situation. Okay. They've been after Alice this whole time. Okay. So then Waverly comes out on the porch and asks Winona and Doc both to come in. This scene is like so reminiscent of like the vampire porch scene between Winona and Doc where it's like, it's tearful. And she's like, how could you? And when she slaps him in the face, Mm -hmm. like I get that same sense of emotion there where he's just like, but it's kind of flipped where she's like, you know, what have you done? And now he's like, what have you done? What you've done is was so wrong. And his like voice is shaking when he says it. Um, and then there's that part where like, you feel like there's a little bit of hope because she puts her chin on his shoulder uh-huh. and you're like, okay, maybe it's going to be okay. And that's what she tells him about Alice. <sighs> it's heartbreaking, man. It is. Yeah. Scenes. And then we're inside the homestead and the gang's all inside and they're doing shots to celebrate Nicole being okay. And Waverly makes a rule that, you know, all right, from now on, nobody brings themselves to the brink of death to fix a mistake. Rachel's trying her hardest to get a drink, but nobody will give her a shot. (laughs) It's like, no, not going to happen. And the distance between Doc and Winona is obvious. They're on separate sides of the room. They're super tense. It is not okay. And Waverly asks if they're okay. And Winona says, we're the same. And Jeremy's obnoxious and maybe drunk. I'm not sure, but he's just. Yeah, he seems to have been having more shots. Yeah, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he's like, hey, when are you guys getting married? And he's just going on and on. And then finally he shuts up. And Nicole and Waverly at the same time start saying, well, actually. And then the music is right and starts playing this great song by Desiree Dawson called All In. Yeah. Oh, what? Remember when Doc said he was all in? Yes. I really like that song. I'm glad that you brought that up. And I'd like you to text it to me. I will. And, then, and there's okay. a great, I had a great interview with Desiree Dawson for the oh, rest fun. of her life. Yeah. She's nice. amazing. Um, so you're close to being able to listen to that episode. But yeah, you can look up her songs. Her songs are really good. And so the music is right. And Nicole takes Waverly's hand and starts saying Waverly Earp. And Waverly says, no, please let me in there tears in her eyes and she Mm -hmm. gets down on one knee and then the part for me is when she looks over at Winona kind of like for her permission kind of Mm -hmm. and Winona just kind of like grins and nods at her but at the same time she's like she's so happy for her sister and she's heartbroken about Doc and she's oh my god and she says no please let me and then she's uh she's like Nicole hot and then she asks her to marry her. They both say yes. And it's like the happiest and saddest moment all at the same time. And fucking Melanie in her face and her tears. I just. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, that choked me up. Yeah. I was not in the song. It's just like. 
uh, the fireplace. Oh, There's a lot oh, going on. There's so a lot of emotions. It was so much. It was all very emotional. And the music placement, my God. This episode, I did notice that. Like the music in this episode, I was like, wow, I really like that. Oh, I really like that. Like that's so appropriate. So good. This mm-hmm. show has changed the way I watch television. I mean, the things that I look at now and appreciate, it's, it's changed it. Um, and it ends with them kissing and saying, I love you, which thank God the break ended with this episode mm-hmm. and not the one prior with Jeremy like, we're just asking us to trust you because they were going to go on their one week hiatus at the end of this episode. If they would have done that with the other one, because then COVID hit and just put pause on everything. So like the timing, Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody was happy to have a huge break in between the second half, but at least we weren't stuck with that crazy cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. No shit. (laughs) Because yeah, I feel fortunate. I feel fortunate that I've never had to experience it. I know, right? You just keep get, mm-hmm. keep to get, getting to keep going. But so, yeah, it acted as the mid-season break. And uh, so then COVID shut everything down and the break ended up being longer because they stopped filming in March of 2020 and they didn't pick back up until July. And then when did this episode come out? This one came out August, August 30th. 30th. So can we talk about the trailer? Yeah, we can talk about the trailer because then, of course, I let you watch the trailer mm -hmm. for 4B. Twice. Mm -hmm. And I'm the more I'm trying to remember each part of the trailer because I can't go watch it again. So we have them engaged, but I don't remember seeing any kind of wedding. So, right. I don't like, do they get married? (laughs) I know you're going to get a wedding. Whatever. But I'm thinking, what's going to happen? None of the trailer. There is not one part of the trailer at all that I was like, could relate it to anything that has happened. Nothing in the trailer or the preview was like, oh, there that that relates to what happened in whatever episode or blah, blah, blah. That's all new shit. Right. It seems like there's nothing like, oh, well, naturally that would come next. Exactly. It's yeah. just these clips of like, I've been nervous about giving you the trailers because, but then I was like, because I keep thinking like, that's the most spoilery you've been able to be for anything, right? Like I've never told you anything that's coming up and I've never let you see photos no. of anything that's coming right. up, but it's only fair. It doesn't because matter. I know, but, but that's, it's, it's funny because I keep thinking like, it's going to give something away, but then I remember no. me watching it and I'm like, it didn't give shit away. It doesn't like, give anything away. No, And even when you guess like the stuff we've guessed, which I'm going to give you the episode for she nerds out that I was on with Jill and Laura and then the cast and the crew at SNOP where we Mm -hmm. picked apart this because then you can hear all of our theories. You can listen to that tomorrow. Yeah, I want to hear that. That would, that would be great. Because it's just like, like in the clips that you saw, did you get anything? Like, do you have any takeaways? And it sucks because I can't, it was so fast and I could only watch it twice. So I was like, Waverly screaming, which is usually in every trailer. She's usually screaming Winona in like every trailer. Mm -hmm. All I can, the only thing that I'm remembering is, um, well, you know, she woke up naked on the stage. There's, there's Winona naked on a stage. And then there's like this guy with gold paint all over him. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, and then the guy from Handmaid's Tale. Right. For sure. That's him. It has to be him. It looked just like him. 
it could might not be i don't know but um but i have no idea like I, and i can't go back and watch it again i can't pick it apart because because you can't because right. i don't i can't see anything what i had to, to i had to the cover the stuff. screen right. yeah yeah when you watch it on youtube it's hard because it shows you all that stuff on the side and then there's but i had it covered like, i didn't well, I, I know, but that's why you can't look. just go back on your no, own. No, right. I can't go back. I'm no. like, don't look, don't look, don't look. But now, oh, I didn't even think about that. I can listen to that. Mm-hmm. She nerds out one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we froze framed things. We stopped it. We rewound. We took screenshots. I would, we if, blew things mm-hmm. up. If I could, I would, I would 100% do that. A hundred percent. And I've yeah. never done that for any kind of fucking TV show ever. Are you serious? No. But I would so do that. I'm like super like we we watched that last night. We watched this episode last night and then we did the trailer last night. And I went on Twitter and was like, we just did this. And I'm kind of sad. Like I'm a little depressed because like mm-hmm. that's the last trailer. Mm-hmm. Like and I miss being able to pick it apart and stuff like that. So it's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's like. Yeah. The count. And also knowing it's the final six for now but like before Mm -hmm. i had that countdown where it's like each Mm -hmm. week it was like now we only have four more now we only have three and now it's like Mm -hmm. i'm going through it all again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are you okay are you okay okay. i'm gonna be fine it's gonna be emotional it's gonna be (laughs) should i tell should i ask you some of the things that i know are in there no what do you mean from the trailer ask me like should i point out things that no. You saw in the trailer and ask you about them. No. You just want to go off your memory? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't want to. I'll, I'll listen to the. You'll listen to the thing and then it'll yeah. be here. It'll mm-hmm. remind you of things you saw. No, don't ask me because then I'll. Don't ask okay. Me. Okay. So we have a couple DMs and a couple emails. We didn't have any snail mail this week. Let's see what we have. We have a DM here and it. <laughs> I'll have to send you this part separately because Ayana um, (laughs) sent this with a photo attached. Stop. The (laughs) The photo is her crouched down with her daughter. Ayana has, I'm assuming it's Ayana, vomit all over her shirt. And her daughter is standing there just like looking sick. What I love about this is that somebody had the fortitude to stop and take a photo of this moment no in doubt. time before no they helped clean up the whole doubt. situation. <laughs> that would be like, you. Oh, just just hold on one second. Don't move. And then you'd be laughing like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, anyway, so it says, Dear Ann and Casey, I've been listening to your podcast since the Cat Burrell episode. And then uh, clapping hand signs for that, by the way. I love listening to Casey's detective theories and I LOL imagining Anne's straight face when she's totally off track. My favorite episodes are when Casey is medicated, tipsy or exhausted or in any (laughs) other brain scrambling situation. All the time. (laughs) Literally, that's my life. (laughs) Uh, I laughed so hard during your 405 barfing episode when you both expressed your deep feelings towards vomiting because, well... I will send you a picture of me and my five-year-old stomach deranged daughter. And then in parentheses, remember, you have the choice of not looking at it. (laughs) Anyway, thank you for bringing back a bit of the herb for us all. Uh, They are deeply missed. All the best, Ayana from France. (gasps) Vomit in France looks the same as vomit here. Vomit in the United States. Yeah. 
Same vomit from a five-year-old. Oh God. Yeah. That's America. Five-year-old Ooh. French vomit. Looks the same. Not so. just baguettes and no. Brie. Yeah. Oh yum. Oh my God. Do you love Brie? I love Brie, full disclosure. It's not vegan, and I bought some today. It's okay. It's okay. I'm bad about it. Don't be I'm gonna dumb. tell you my favorite. Well, I like a baked <gasps> brie with mm-hmm. fig on top. Yeah. The fig jam. But here's what I really like. And I'm modifying it to skip one of the parts. Mm. Take a Granny Smith apple. Yeah. Brie. Uh-huh. Honey mustard. Ew. And you would normally have turkey on it and make that a turkey sandwich. But I'm not doing the turkey part. So I'm just going to have the brie with the apple and the honey mustard. So good. My mom is a brie expert. She sent um, me a little, a little iron cast iron pan and some brie and a special knife. And I'm supposed to put the cast iron pan with the brie in. I don't, I don't remember the directions. And in fact, I have the cast iron pan with the brie and the knife on top of it in my refrigerator. Yes, ready to go. (laughs) But I wonder what I'm supposed to do with that. Put it hmm. in the oven. Um, I'm probably just going to do something like that because I'm not going to ask her at this point because it's been a little while. So I don't want to make her feel bad like I wasn't listening. Just put it in the oven. Oh, no, I don't want to breathe. Yeah. Do you eat the rind? No, I don't. Me either. Oh, yeah. I know you can. But... Okay. So, yes, yeah, so I just told the whole world I'm not completely vegan yet because I just it's can't okay. the cheese. I know you it's can't the cheese. be brought up in you Wisconsin. Can. And then just it's quit just, cheese. It's like in my blood. Right. Well, and if you're going to do cheese, do good cheese. Vegan cheese, not so great so no, far. No, I mean, like, just don't do, like, fucking Velveeta. Do, like, cheese Well, that's cheese. probably vegan. Uh, probably. probably. Yeah, I'm saying that out loud. But do the expensive cheese. Three, <laughs> aged cheddar. No. Um, my relatives send me giant boxes of cheese i can't quit cheese he works at a cheese factory (gasps) which one Uh, satori yes sargento no sorry we get the best parmesan oh yeah so good like the chipotle Mm -hmm. one i get so much anyway this is cheese chat with Anna Casey. <laughs> Look, welcome back to Cheese Chat. <laughs> talking about Stop. I'm going to do it really good. Stop. You can't. I, I can't. Welcome back to Cheese Chat. Today we're talking about Melty Brie. <laughs> I can't. I can't without breaking. Warm we could brie. never be on an improv thing together. We've just no. giggled too much. <laughs> All right. Next email is from Amber. Hello, ladies. First, I need to say thank you for all the laughter. What laughter? We don't no, have we any. Don't laugh here. Welcome back to Brie Talk. <laughs> Brie I talk. enjoy you too. <gasps> Jeez, Jen. I love whispering on these microphones. It's because it's like ASMR. It's the best. <laughs> I enjoy you too. <laughs> enjoy you too so much. I just finished listening to the Frostbite and Frogs episode, and I needed to immediately write and let you know that I started watching Winona Earp because I was laid off from Pier One Pier One Imports. Shut up! Right, <laughs> June of 2020. No. Yes, I worked at the corporate office in Texas for 16 years. Have they laid you off? 
rat bastards. Fuck you pure one. I discovered your podcast about six months ago and I've enjoyed every minute. And when you asked Casey about the balls, I answered you the exact same way. I laughed so hard that I needed to share. I can't believe balls made this lesbian finally reach out to you guys, but I'm glad I did. Your insight, banter, and all-around joy for this show is so entertaining, and I can't wait to hear what you guys do next. E for L, Amber Davis. E for L, Erper for life. That's what E for L Oh, E for L. (laughs) That was funny how we both said that, and now we know that there was a third who said it just along right uh, with us i think other people here one it imports if they're just known for their balls they are we have another email from hildy which i love that name mm-hmm. hello i just wanted to reach out to say thank you for being the best company on my walks these last few months I found your podcast last November in the first weeks of my pregnancy. <gasps> my child was born June 13th. Oh, yay. Congrats, muscle. And you and Casey have made my walks enjoyable, light, and fun, even though I just became heavier. <laughs> I began <laughs> watching Winona Earp in the hiatus between season three and four, and I've been re-watching the episodes together with you. So much fun. Thank you for spreading the herb joy. I look forward to my next hike together with you. Love, Hildy from Norway. 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 That is France. Got it all. We've had a lot. England, mm-hmm. France, Norway. Norway. We've had Colombia, Canada. I'd have to look back at the app. I know. There's more. There's tons the more. Places. I can't even remember now. But yeah, oh, we have. Let me look real quick. Um, we also have some drinks that were purchased this week, Ooh. but I don't want to say them because I think we should do our actual Instagram. People are asking. Oh, yeah, we, want we should us to do some shots again. Mm-hmm. We also have to do the Instagram meal thing. <gasps> oh, yeah. The MRI. No, <laughs> that's not the right. MRI. No, we're not. MRE. Okay. So here are some of our locations. We've got the United States, the UK, Canada, Australia, Germany, Australia, Netherlands, Hong Kong, Philippines, Brazil, Norway, Belgium, New Zealand, Switzerland, Singapore, India, South Africa, Colombia, Russia, Portugal, the Czech Republic, Thailand, Sweden, Mexico, Israel, Fiji, Israel, Fiji, Greece, no. Spain, Bulgaria. Where are you getting this? You're just Italy, looking at a map and putting Ireland, things off. Argentina, Hungary, Puerto Rico, Malaysia, Ecuador, Indonesia, Luxembourg, and I don't think this Bermuda. is true. <laughs> this is real life. It's in the app. I don't believe app that. App don't lie. App don't lie. No, you're just like, I'm going to open up a I don't map even quest. know those places. I wouldn't be able to just pick them up. Oh my god! My dad used to get so mad at us when we were playing um, Trivial Pursuit or Pictionary or something like that as a family, and um, like a country would come up like Norway, and so my sisters and I would be like, "Um, "Fuck, fuck," and be like, "Norway," like start drawing just random shapes and then like mouthing. Because nobody knew where Norway was or any country at I don't all. Know where because... anything is. Oh, and he'd be like, Jesus Christ, what are you learning in school? You don't know where the fucking Norway is? I'd be like, no, we don't. 
<laughs> Don't make fun of us. We love Norway. Uh Thank you so much for all the emails and the DMs. We love hearing them. If someone wants to send us a snail mail, where can they reach us, Casey? At Why Not Podcast, 1336 Moore Park Road, number 279, California, Thousand Oaks, California, 91360. Where can they find us on the Twitter? Why Not P? And you can find us online at whynot.com where you can leave us a voicemail, an email, you can buy merch, you can buy us a drink, all kinds of fun stuff. Hi. 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 No, you say goodbye first. <laughs> <laughs>All right, let me know when you want to watch the next episode. It's all so good. It's so good. It's so good. You're going to freak out. Have you even thought about what the time difference means? The time difference difference from when the last episode was to when they went to do the next episode, what that means? What it means? What does it mean? Things are different. It is? Things are different. Like for in real life, things will be different in purgatory. Is everyone wearing masks? <laughs> I can't tell you anything else. What do you mean? I don't understand. Okay. Okay. okay.